Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Or pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, everybody, welcome to the Super Talk Eagle Hour, broadcasting from the Southern Bank Corps Studio in Hattiesburg this afternoon. Bob and Kelly, opening segment sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit, great supporters of Southern Miss, great supporters of ours. And it's not too late to call them. Book your catering for Saturday afternoon homecoming. Well, you know you're going to cater, and you know you're going to tailgate. Uh, you might as well make it good and uh, call Dickie's Barbecue. All right, I guess you could say it's Basketball Tuesday. We're about to talk to one of our very favorite basketball pe- people. Later in the show, we're going to hear from Luke Ladner, who's one of the new kids on the block, happens to be playing for his dad. That uh, that should be interesting. But first, and we've been looking forward to this uh, since I set this up uh, last week, very dear friend, uh, I, I like to say of mine personally, and I think Kelly feels the same way as so all of us on the Eagle Hour, Jory Lee McNellis, women's basketball coach at Southern Miss. And, uh, Coach, good to hear your voice. Good to have you back on the Eagle Hour. Hey, thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. All right. You know, I always enjoy trying to harass Luke or Kelly, but <laughs> Luke's not even on. No, but you can, you can plow in on Kelly. He's got on his baby boo shorts today, if that uh, gives <laughs> you kind of a lead. Right Coach, here. anytime any woman speaks to me, I, I'm privileged, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It doesn't have a lot, Coach. (laughs) All right, uh, Coach, we want to talk about the women's basketball team. But before we do, to the degree, obviously, that you're comfortable, uh, if you will, fill our listening audience in on on how you're doing, where you are in this health battle, and um, anything that you want to share with us. Sure, sure, sure. You know, obviously, it was very disappointing when we found out in mid-August that it had come back because for two and a half years I've had totally clear scans um, and so I ended up having to have surgery they compared it to open heart surgery where they had to go in and remove some bone remove the around some tissue around my heart and uh, so that's when we found out that it was malignant and so you know it's it's been uh, a shock to be very honest with you uh, but, you know, I've just really, with God's grace and support and prayers, you know, I've been able to push through. I had my first treatment uh, tomorrow, two weeks ago, and um, the first day was not bad because they give you chemo and then they jack you up with steroids, so you're okay that day. And then the next day, I had a brain scan to make sure it had not metastasized to my brain. And praise the Lord, it has not. 
And so then it kind of hit me day three, three, four, five, and six. I will tell you where people talk about the nausea and the fatigue and all that. I had it those days. And I was like, I, I actually talked to my family doctor, Dr. Dumas, and I said, Dr. Dumas, something has got to be done. This is not me. I don't know what's going on. He said, Joy, it's from your chemo. I said, I got to get this solved. He said, I don't know that you can get it solved. I don't think you can control that. But after day six, I was able to uh, be back in the office and go into practice. And, you know, the first couple of days, I was a little tired. Um, But then from that point on, every day, I've gotten stronger and stronger and you know, this past week was really good. This week has started off great. And so it's been good at this point. However, on next Wednesday, I'll start again. Um, and I have chemo again. I will have four total treatments. Uh, so I should end the end of November. Uh, and we're trying to schedule them around games so I'll have time to recover and be back. Our practice days off. Like fortunately, next Wednesday when I have my treatment, we go off on call break Thursday through Sunday, so that helps. Um, and so I've got a great staff. I've got two new coaches and Jessica Barber and Barbara Ferris that both have a lot of college experience, and Barbara Ferris has WNBA experience. And so them along with Jack Trosper, they've done an amazing job. They really have their older coaching staff than in the past, but they, I couldn't make it without them. They have told me time and time again, Coach, we got you. We got you. And so it's been a blessing. It really has getting through it. Um, you know, all I want to do, Bob, is let others know that we all go through it. But let's just fight together and look to God and give God grace for it all. I know another thing that I've observed, and it came as no surprise to you, your peers throughout the women's basketball nation. Boy, they step up and and show you their love for you, Coach. They have. It's been, um, you know, I'm very humbled to know that so many people would even think about it because particularly in our profession right now, we're starting starting practice and – you know, you don't have time to keep up with whatever. I, I'm the worst at scanning social media. Um, and so for them to reach out to me, as many head coaches that have, you know, it's it's been a blessing because you know what? I believe in prayer, Bob. And as many people that will pray for me, I think that's that's going to help, help me get through it. I have no doubt. Well, Coach McNellis, based on, on your testimony, you know, there, there's a lot of uh, Christians that walk around that uh, I don't mind telling you um, would say, you know, why me? I mean, I've tried to live a good life. I've tried to honor you and everything. And you saddle me with this, which is not not once, but now twice. Um, so try to educate people that maybe aren't along, aren't as far along on their Christian journey as you are. How How can you not sometimes be angry? Yeah, and you know what? I I was never angry because really, uh, Kelly, this is my third time. I had it in 2017, 2020, and now. And, you know, I was not angry at all, none of those times. Um, My concern 
was to be here for my parents that are elderly that I helped take care of and for my children because, you know, I would like to be able to live a full life to be able to try to impact my grandchildren's life as well. But, you know, I just, I'm a believer that God gives you platforms, and if you see those platforms and you take advantage of those platforms that he gives you, he's either going to give you a door or a gate. So you have a choice. Do you want to take the gate or you want to take the door? I always take the door. And I just believe that the more that you lean on him and Christian friends that will encourage you, then I just think you get through it. doesn't make it easy by any means, but, you know, I'm not going to say why me. I'm going to say he chose me for a reason. Don't know exactly what it is. But you know what? He chose this for me for a reason. So you know what? I'm okay with it. I'll see where it takes me. Well, the only platforms I've got are, are my disco shoes from back in the 70s <laughs> that, that are still in, still in the closet. They say that those might make a comeback. I don't, well, they I, may, and I'd like to see you in them. No, don't encourage him, I, please. I can uh, still wear my disco pants from back in the day. I, I, just don't, even, to, I don't even want to think about it. Now, wait a minute. I, just, I have a hard time believing that, Kelly. I, yeah. I just have to wear them a lot lower, Joy, just a lot lower. <laughs> <laughs> than I did before. So, so has this uh, bump in the road, shall we say? Um, how, how things you guys are, are rolling now? Tell us about the the makeup of this team, some new faces that you're going to see, mm-hmm. and, and the composition of the Lady Eagles. You know, and they have been so supportive through this. Actually, when I shared the whole story with them, one of my newcomers said, "Coach, do you mind if we pray over you?" And now that was emotional for me to know that Mahogany Williams would do that and a brand-new player that hadn't even been here very long. And so she and the whole team came around and joined in prayer, and Berkayla Gray said, Coach, we're with you every step of the way. And so that was a real special time, and I felt like then I knew this team is special. All right, Coach, I want to interrupt you. I'm going to ask you to hold on. We've got about 20 okay. seconds, and I will bring you back. We do want to talk about your basketball team. So if you'll okay. hang on, awesome. we'll be right back with Joy Lee McDellis on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Some new faces, some old faces on the women's team that was the regular season conference co-champion last year. So much, much to be excited about. Hey, I want to thank Town & Country Cleaners in Hattiesburg, the most trusted dry cleaning service around Family-owned and operated since 1983, they offer services including steaming, cleaning of bulky bedding, curtains, rugs, and, of course, dry cleaning. You can visit Town & Country Cleaners at many at their convenient location. They're right across the street from the Southern Miss campus on Hardy Street. They've been there a long time. And we welcome Town & Country Cleaners as a new member of the Super Talk Eagle Hour family. The Roark family, I believe, right? Right. Now, when they say bulky bedding, are are they referring to you? My my bedsheets. Your bed sheets. They're yeah. very big and bulky. Yes. I got you. Okay. People ask me all the time, does he really like you? Does he get mad at you? I say, nah. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah, you know? Say, nah, we've known each other too long. <laughs> That's we'll right. be right back with Jordan Lee McDowell.
Southern Miss to the top. All right, Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net sponsors this segment of the show. I saw Miss Kathleen uh, over the weekend, and she said a lot of you guys come in there and tell her you heard about the uh, stuff there on the show. We hope you'll keep doing that. Uh, she, along with our guests right now, are probably our two favorite ladies in all of Hattiesburg. And uh, they're open seven days a week. You can shop them online, campusbookmark.net. You can go in the store, of course, and uh, pick it out yourself. We're talking I'll tell you what. Go ahead, I coach. love Miss Kathleen. Uh, Campus Bookmark is the bomb. And you know what? Miss Kathleen is a Hancock County girl. Yeah, And she's a hard worker like you, Coach. She is. She's a grinder. She's been stuck in that store many times. Seven days a week. Just by herself. Yep, seven yep. days a week. And never complains. No, you're right. Our guest never complains either. My heavens, she's facing mm-hmm. challenges that a lot of us would probably whine and cry about, but you won't hear that uh, from Joy Lee McNellis. She's focused on basketball, and let's talk about basketball, Coach. Let's talk about the uh, heart of your team coming back, Dominique Davis, Lonnie Cornfield. I have to say, I think maybe he's my favorite player. Malaya Grayson and DeCoria Bryson, uh, those are four kids you're going to be leaning on really hard, right? Yeah, yes, sir. And, you know, obviously, you know, Dom was our leading scorer. Malia was our second leading scorer, leading rebounder last year. But I think the backup of Lonnie Cornfield and Ja'Coria Bracey both averaging right at nine a game. And then Ja'Coria also averaging five rebounds a game. And, and Lonnie's just a defensive demon. She is. She just gets after it. Um, and the energy that they bring has been really good for the newcomers. I will tell you, I've applauded Lonnie Cornfield many times. We just started last Wednesday. But her overall leadership that she has provided, she and Dom both, in taking these younger players under their wing and helping them kind of understand. They've even had them uh, over to their apartments and stuff just to watch game film. And no coach even suggested that. That's leadership, you know, in helping our younger players. We do have six newcomers. Uh, and then you throw in Berkayla Gray that did not play last year, that had a great freshman and sophomore year. Berkayla's a great addition to us because she knows the system and she has a lot of experience. But we've got a host of newcomers that I think is going to be able to help us. Uh, but there's no doubt that the four of them coming off such a great year is going to be our leaders. But I'm just telling you, for Kayla Gray's the dark, dark horse because a lot of people have forgotten about her. Oh, yeah. No no question about that. Now, you got some new players. Uh, I'm going to name a few, and you talk okay. about these kids. If I overlook one, tell me. Mahogany okay. Williams, Morgan Cyper, and Ellie Blanchford. Mm-hmm. Uh Mahogany comes from Norfolk State. They won their conference championship last year, and they played in the NCAA tournament. Um, she had an okay year last year, but had a really good junior year. We recruited Mahogany out of high school, and then she went to La Tech for a brief minute and then went to junior college and then ended up going um, to Norfolk State. Mahogany is a gazelle when it comes to running. She can flat run and catch the ball on the run. Uh, Very, very athletic, mid-range jumper. Um, Not really a true back-to-basket player, uh, more of a face-up player. But she does give us some added experience of playing in a one-and-done situation of being in the NCAA tournament and then winning a championship of understanding that, what it takes to be able to do that. 
And then you throw in Morgan Seeper, which hands down is the most committed player on this team. All our men's staff knows her, our, their managers, everybody, because every single morning she is shooting in the gym. She makes at least 500 shots every morning before school even gets started. Um, but she comes from a great, great high school program, Plant High School in uh, Tampa, Florida. But she's going to be really good. She can really shoot the basketball. Ellie Blatchford is a freshman out of uh, Canton, Georgia. Ellie's sky is the limit. When we first started last Wednesday and through our preseason, she kind of struggled a little bit because she just didn't know. And actually, we are giving out every week, and it was a short week, but we're giving out every week boxing gloves that Dom and Lonnie and the team gave me at an event that we had to be able to fight cancer. And so we're taking those gloves. And so the player that hustles the most consistently that week and is is produced, you know, that has had good results in what they've done, gets my boxing gloves for the week. And that was Ellie Blatchford last week. That's huge for a freshman to do that. And she definitely is a player that can put it on the deck, and she's strong. I mean, heck, she's 5'10", 5'11", and she is strong. So I think the three of them are really newcomers that really make a difference um, that we're excited about. Coach, when I look at your schedule and and some of the – not just your schedule, Mm -hmm. but the men's schedule, it looks like you know the NCAA is extending now – even some of them are exhibition games, but some are being played in October. Then when you take into account November, December, January, mm-hmm. February, and you hope that you're playing you know, deep into March and early April, this basketball season is getting to be exceptionally long. Or is it too just long. me? And, and how do no. the young women put up with this grind? Too, too long. It's too long, um, Kelly, to be very honest with you. We have an exhibition, actually, uh, or a uh, closed scrimmage next week. And then we have our exhibition the 1st of November. Um, but it is. It's just its too long. I'll be honest with you. You know, I would be fine if they didn't start it until Thanksgiving week and reduce the number of games you have to play. And the, Well, in the, um, old, in the old days, isn't that the way that it was, as I it recall? It was much later. Yeah. Correct. You're correct. And we didn't play as many games. That's exactly right. Um, but it is. It's a grind. It is a real, real grind. And when well, we have six newcomers, the grind is, is we have to take things a little slower and you have to take things a little longer for them to be able to understand and get it. They struggle when they've not been in systems that have a system or programs that have a system. Some of us just move the ball and go, get out of the way. Um, and so that's always uh, takes up a lot of time. And with this many newcomers, it really makes a difference. And, and that's why the four that you mentioned earlier and Brickayla Gray have got to carry that weight with Mahogany Williams because they have experience. And then some of our key reserves from last year have got to be able to have that difference. And we have a transfer from Georgia State, Nyla uh, Jean. Nyla played high school actually with uh, Morgan Sieper. They won the state championship when Nyla was a senior and Morgan was a freshman. And uh, she comes from Georgia State. So she's another player that gives experience 
just at the college level um, in a very competitive environment. So, you know, it's a lot of teaching that's going on. It's moving a little slower than I would expect. Um, but, you know, it's like Brittany Dinkins is in town. It's playing professionally in Europe. Uh, B-Dink always comes in, stays several weeks. And she was in town yesterday, and she was coaching away over there, sitting in that chair on our matchup zone. And she says, Coach, we were further along than this. I said, B-Dink, we didn't put it in for two days ago. you got to be a little more patient. <laughs> but I would think that a lot of early practices deal with conditioning, too. It has to be. Well, we do that in our preseason. We have a strength coach, uh, Tony, that does it. He and uh, his grad assistant, Kevin Flores, does a great job. So they started um, the last week of August. And so we gave them, we had eight hours to work out. We gave them five hours to start with strength and conditioning. Because when we start on the floor, then I want to be able to have them in decent shape. So that definitely helps that we have that. Actually, I was looking back recently before we had a basketball strength coach, um, how many ACLs that we had during a time when you didn't have a basketball strength coach. It's been absolutely amazing. I'm going to knock on wood since I'm saying that. Um, but I will tell you, it really makes a difference. But he really helps in that manner. He they. In shape. Now, we do a lot of running in practice because our practices are very competitive. And so we always have a winner and a loser. Loser always has to run. And so that's why they just compete so hard uh, because they hate to get that extra spring in that they would prefer not to. <laughs> well, that just furthers the point, too, Bob, about how athletes, it's it's getting to be all year round now, no matter what no sport question. you're playing. Mm-hmm. You no know? It is. And you know what? I'm just, even in youth sports, um, like club ball for girls basketball, but the same way with men's basketball. You know, they start in June with, or really when they finish the state championship, and then they are in club ball. They play four big tournaments in the spring, and then they play again in um, the summer, all summer. And then they go straight from that into basketball. And I think that's why we see a lot of players, they may get to college, but they burn out. They may get to college and decide that's not for them. They may get to college and never work very hard. Um, And I think that hurts us a lot. It really does. Coach, glad to hear you sound so good. We uh, look forward to talking to you again real soon. And uh, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. All right. Joy Lee McDellis. Joy Lee McDellis, everybody. Women's basketball coach, extraordinary human being. We'll be right back. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, I want to thank Joy Lee McDellis uh, for joining us in the first couple of segments of the show. We'll be getting some interviews with some of the Lady Eagles here in the next few days and bringing those to you. And, of course, uh, our prayers and uh, thoughts are with Joy Lee. And, I don't know, tough, tough lady. If anybody can beat this, it's her. 
Fourth Street Bar and Grill sponsors this segment of the show. Be a great place to catch the game Saturday night. Should be in the Rock, but if you're not, you can watch it there, of course. Great place to have lunch. Uh, Catfish Friday, not too far off. Uh, Every day's good, though, right? And tonight is Service Industry Night, acronym SIN, where they actually get to take care of, you know, bartenders, dishwashers, uh, uh, anybody that takes care of you during the week. They they pay tribute to them on Tuesday nights. All right, we were at the basketball banquet last week. If you check out our Facebook page, you'll see that my wife met the two new uh, post players. That's quite a picture. Uh, So we uh, had a chance to talk to a lot of the kids and want to bring some of those interviews to you. The first one I find very interesting. Uh, He's really in a unique position. Luke Ladner, after a really successful career at Loyola University in New Orleans, has transferred into town for his graduate season. And, yes, his dad is the coach. Well, bear with Luke me, Ladner on the super. Here we go. Luke Ladner on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Luke, first of all, welcome to Southern Miss. And uh, what's it going to be like playing for this coach that we have here? <laughs> it'll definitely be a different experience, but it'll be fun. You know, it's the first time I ever, you know, played for my dad, and first time he's ever coached me. So it'll be a new experience, but you know, we're both looking forward to it. You had four great years at Loyola. You're a graduate student now. What what made you decide to take this step? Well, you know, Southern Miss has a good program for what I want to be. Uh, you know, I want to be a uh, in athletic administration. You know, I want to work in the front office, um, preferably for a, an MBA program. So, uh, the Southern Miss has a good you know business school, and that's what I want to work for. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to join the. You know, they've already got it going uh, last year, last season. They had a great year, so you know, I want to join the join the team and hopefully get some more wins. Talk about your dad for just a minute. I know he he went through some pretty trying times two years ago, but he answered all the critics and I believe shut all the critics up last year. How hard was was that experience on your dad? And conversely, how how good was last year for him? Oh man, I mean, you know, he always says he he doesn't let the you know the haters get to him, and he you know doesn't let himself get too low, and he also doesn't let it you know let himself go too high. You know, when everybody's saying. You know how good he's doing, and that's kind of the the road that he went down. You know the past two years, um, but man, it, it was tough. You know, looking at him and talking to him after every single game. You know, them going through the what 17 game losing streak two years ago, and but last year, man, it was awesome. I, I could not have been happier for him. Uh, you know, I watched every single game, uh, so I mean, I'm so proud of him that you know he just went through it. Uh, but it's just a testament, not just to him, but you know the rest of the guys too. Um, especially the guys that stayed, you know, after that last, that last bad year um, and really, you know, stayed the course. So, you know, all thanks to them, really. So how have, how have the players reacted to the coach's son being on the team? Oh, man, they, I mean, they welcome me with open arms. Um, you know, they love me just like all the rest of the guys that are new. So, you know, I'm just being acclimated as any other, body, any other person would. So, yeah, it's great. All right, you know he's going to be harder on you than anybody. Is that safe to say? Oh, absolutely. He's been that way, you know, my entire life, no matter what it is. So I'm used to it at this point. But, you know, that's just part of it, being the coach's son, yeah. Well, we're glad to have you here. And congratulations on a great career down in New Orleans. And we hope you have a wonderful year this year. Thank you, Mr. Bob. Appreciate it. 
All right, that's Luke Ladner. What a great, what a great kid, and he knows what he's in store for. Well, I was going to say he's going to be harassed uh, constantly, especially when he's not playing. You know, because yeah. the other guys will look at him and go, "Man, how bad must you be if your dad is the coach and you're still not playing?" Well, great, great kid. Going to be a great addition. I tell you, another one's going to be really good. Kelly is Kobe Montgomery. He's from Louisville, Kentucky. He was redshirted last year. I think he's going to be an impact player. How about you? Look out for this guy. I mean, when when he first showed up on campus, to me the telltale sign is when the other players talk about you. Right. You know. Right. I mean, you expect the coaches to say, "Oh yeah, this guy's great," but when the when your teammates are talking about you and you're not even in the lineup, you know, right. he he is he should be special for sure. All right, computer willing. Here's Kobe Montgomery. All right, uh, Colby Montgomery from Louisville, Kentucky, uh, on the Eagle Hour, redshirt junior. Great year last year, Colby, and I know you were redshirted, so now it's you, your chance to make a contribution. How excited are you about this? Very excited. Uh, the team held me down and made sure I was good throughout the year and prepared me for the moment this year, so looking forward to it. All right, have you been able to set any goals for yourself uh, as we get ready for the season? Uh, really just – Stay in the best physical shape I can to be prepared for the season and uh, just constantly, every day, trying to become a better teammate. How tough is it to be redshirted? Because I know you want to be on the floor, right? Very tough, very tough. But you just got to keep your head up and uh, stay focused and be a team player. Uh, Let's talk about last year. Great year for Southern Miss basketball. A couple of more steps to take this year, probably in the postseason. What's the mindset of the guys, and uh, how do you how do you fellas feel right now? Oh yeah, we we feeling great. We feeling great. Um, ready to come back and actually have a better year than we did in the past, and uh, well, better than last year. So uh, we think in March Madness. We believe March Madness. So we going we gonna achieve March Madness. So practice is underway. Uh, kind of give us an idea of what practice is like. We hear Coach Cardona is pretty energetic. Oh, yeah, Coach Cardona, love that guy, love that guy. Um, very passionate about the game, and he just makes sure everybody's bought in. And he started La Familia, and it shows. It shows around school, and it shows in how we play as well. What about those crowds that were showing up by the end of the year last year and the night you guys played Louisiana and then and really all the crowds, the energy was as great as it's been in 25 years. Uh, so what was that like for you guys? Great, great. At first we started out the season, uh, wasn't many fans and just coming in and seeing a packed house was like, it was, it was very, I don't even know how to explain it. It was it was comforting, comforting for sure, and we really want that to continue to happen starting from the beginning of the season. But as a college athlete, is it true that, that uh, a loud, energetic crowd gives you energy? Does, does it really help you win games? Yes, I feel like it does. I feel like it does. I feel like the crowd plays a big part in it. Like, I would love for my crowd to get uh, hype when I do something. So, uh, yeah. yeah. All right, so give us – the expectations for the season. What are the goals that you uh, men have set out right now as we get ready to kick off basketball? Um, number one, March Madness and uh, win the championship. But definitely uh, stay number one in the conference and just have a better record than last year. So I'll, um, beat that 25-7 and seven record. And like I said, uh, make it to March Madness and win it all. All right, final question. Uh, when you take the floor for the first time, how fast will your heart be beating? 
<laughs> very fast, very fast, but I hope it slows down so I can <laughs> get back in the game and keep my head on track. All right, young man, good luck to you. Thank you, thank you. All right, Kelly Sander, a good-looking kid, big physical body, silky smooth voice, I chick was, magnet. I was just going to say, man, that voice. <laughs> I think we have the reincarnation of Barry White. I'm you know? telling you, man, he's got one, don't he? Baby, baby, got to have your love, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, You're really high on this kid, aren't you? Yeah, well, everybody you talk to uh, about it, this is, this is the guy that everybody has been waiting for to become eligible. Um, and, and the reason... And, you remember when he came here, uh, a lot of bigger time, if you'll pardon that phrase, a lot of bigger time programs wanted this kid, but they were going to have to wait, and, and they didn't want to. All right, and Jay Ladner said, this guy is so good, he's worth the red shirt. We'll wait. But none of these other big-time schools wanted to, and that, that certainly didn't sit well with, with Kobe. So he decided, hey, if Southern Miss is willing to wait, then they're making that commitment to me. I'll make the commitment to them. And I think, barring injury, I think you're going to see that it was a good deal on both parts. All right, Kelly. So with, with him in the lineup, these two seven-footers that are now on the campus, uh, and, and the returning players, you've got to believe this team will be as good or better than the team we saw on the floor last year. Yes. And, and you talked – when he was talking about – uh, you know, going to the NCAA tournament, but what puts so much pressure on not just the Southern Miss kids, but any team in the Sun Belt, is you can you can win thirty games, but unless you win the Sun Belt tournament, you're probably not going to get to go to the NCAA tournament, and it's so not right. And I hate to sound like a soccer mom or a soccer dad or whatever, but they really, and I know they're already taking what sixty six teams or whatever. But, but just to automatically say that the Sun Belt only gets one team, it's just, it's just not right. Well, you've got to save room for all the SEC teams. I mean, you just put them in the tournament before the season ever starts. And some of them are only like three or four games over 500. But they're there. Yeah, they're of in the course, tournament, aren't they? Of course they are. That's what I'm saying. That's the, the in, hmm. inequalities that still exist in the way that uh, things, are, things are done. All right, still to come this week, uh, we had conversations with Jeff Armstrong, Mo Arnold, and Tate Ryder, all members of the basketball team. And uh, – Look forward to that very, very impressive group of young men, and I sure hope they do good. I yeah, sure they're uh, they're already rocking and rolling, ready to go, and their first game no is in October. Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast available twenty four seven on Apple, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. You can just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour, and of course you can stream us live as we're on the air. SupertalkHattiesburg.com, SupertalkLaurel.com. SuperTalkSouthwestMississippi.com and the show is available on demand SuperTalk.fm We've got a two hour show coming up for you tomorrow. We're going to tell you about that and update you on some other things around the Southern Miss world and the sports world as well as the Eagle Hour rolls on in just a moment. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Final segment of the show is sponsored every day by D1 and D-Bat. Great place to take your children for baseball and softball training. State-of-the-art facility, batting cages, tracks, everything you can imagine. If you're an adult athlete, then you want to check out D1. They do training uh, specifically for each individual athlete. 
I'm sure they have a plan for you. Also, I want to thank Mobay Beignet Company, the official beignet store of the Super Talk Eagle Hour, and a great place for you to enjoy a wonderful dessert. They're open every day. Great coffees, great beignets. Cook them when you order them. All right, the guys, uh, I'll be in the studio, Kelly and Luke, and downtown Laurel tomorrow. They get ready to uh, promote and kick off the Loblolly Festival. Got a great former NFL player joining you on the set, and uh, should be a great show. Yeah, Chris Mangum's going to join us, uh, the McGee, Mississippi native, former Carolina Panther and, and uh, Ole Miss Rebel. He's going to be there. Uh, and we're also going to be talking a little bit later in the week uh, with, to Ted Alexander, the radio voice of the Old Dominion Monarchs. Is that tomorrow, too? I'm not sure if it's tomorrow or Thursday, uh, but but could be tomorrow. But you know, it was interesting talking with him yesterday, Bob. He said, "Man, I," he said, "I just cannot figure out this team." He said, "There will be one game where our offense plays great and the defense will stink it up." And he said, "Then the next game, the defense is great and the offense can't score." He said, "I just can't figure it out." I said, mm, hmm. "Sounds <laughs> it sounds familiar." <laughs> so. Um, but they've got a, this stud linebacker, uh, Josh Henderson, Jason Henderson, coming in here. He leads the league in tackles. And, um, of course, interestingly enough, he could have he could have been done last year, got him an NIL deal, and he came back for a fifth year at, uh, at Old Dominion, and he's tearing things up. So that's going to be something that Billy Wiles and the offensive line are going to have to contend with. Correct me if I have the wrong state. I think I'm right. But I read an article this morning that a high school athletic association, I want to say I want to say it's in Georgia, has now approved NIL deals for high school students. And a, a year or so ago, you said, this is coming. Next well, thing you know, you're going to have sophomores in high school making a million dollars. Well, it's it's the, the logical progression. And, and, you know, we talked earlier about the quarterback at Florida State who's going to be 26 years old and – he could go back for another year, and, and like he said, why wouldn't I? Because if I were to leave here and, and take a bottom-of-the-totem-pole job making fifty or $60,000 a year, which is a decent salary, he said, I can make 400000 to 500000 in NIL deals playing football at Florida State. Let me, let me bring this up. I, I've seen a lot of chatter on social media. Don't ask me why I look at it, but... Uh, talking about Larry Fedora, Larry Fedora, bring Larry Fedora. But let me, let me tell everybody listening about Larry Fedora. I've got a really good source that's a very close friend of Larry Fedora. And Larry Fedora told me and you as much the last time he was on the show. Larry Fedora has expressed he has zero interest in coming back into a world of college football with NIL deals and transfer portals. And he was really honest. He made plenty of money. He lives on the Florida Emerald Coast, loves to play golf every day. Larry Fedora, now listen to me, everybody. Larry Fedora is not coming back to Southern Miss. Uh, if you could get less than zero, that would be his that interest. That would be pretty close, and, less than zero. And he's going to be living like a fat cat off of North Carolina Tar Heel money for, for a while yeah, yet. had a successful year in the USFL. Larry Fedora doesn't have any – he's made it – I'm not speaking for Larry Fedora. He told us he has no interest in the NIL and the transfer portal and all the craziness destroying college athletics. I happen to believe, and based on feedback from, from coaches – not specific coaches necessarily, but the NIL situation has forced a lot of older coaches' hands into retiring maybe a little bit earlier than they had anticipated. Jim yeah. Beheim at Syracuse, uh, Mike Krzyzewski at Duke, just to name a few. 
uh, you know, Scott Barry was not a big fan of NIL no, deals. I'm not saying wrong. that's necessarily he why he, but I'm just saying a lot of guys who who could have stayed around, you know, are leaving uh, because of these NIL deals. Um, you know, now one team that you don't ever have to worry about not getting a, a short end of the stick on an NIL deal are the Kansas City Chiefs. Who, man, uh, man, I mean, come on, how obvious can it get? Who I call the Kansas City cheats. How uh, obvious can the officiating get in favor of Kansas City? See, and, and it's and it's so disappointing to me because people would say, oh, no, the NFL is the last bastion of, fa- of fairness. You know, but when you look at some of those calls against the Jets the other night, and look, I'm not a Jets fan. No. But it's whoever's playing the Chiefs. You're not – the Chiefs are their fair-haired boys. Last two, last minute of the game, Chiefs are driving. Jets intercept the ball. Intercept it. Ticky-tack little holding call. Gives the Chiefs the ball back. A couple plays later, Mahomes runs, runs for 15 yards, ices the game. And if you'll look at the video on YouTube – the left tackle literally pulled the defensive end off his feet by his jersey. Mahomes runs right by him. No penalty. Because it's the can they're they're the new New England Patriots of Kansas. I think it's worse. Yeah, I, I think I think you might be right. And I know there's people throwing stuff at us right now. So oh come on, you guys. Grow up. You know. But the video evidence, man, you know, speaks for itself. Yeah, it sure, it sure does. The camera don't lie. We're going to Laurel tomorrow. I'm sure Luke will probably have something to say about Downtown that. Laurel, that's where the boys will be. I'll be with them in the studio. We look forward to it. Loblolly just around the corner in Laurel. We'll be talking about that a bit as well. Until tomorrow at 1 o'clock, Southern Miss. To the top. Into the future. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.